The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. nerds discover your geeky haven with toink.com we've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms we carry top brands from disney funko marvel and dc star wars harry potter and much much more we also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else with all these collectible goods you're definitely gonna need a bigger boat Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... It can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen. Online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel. I've done something wrong. I got that right. <laughs> I'm sorry. What attention? I actually said issue, not episode. He oh, did. that, yes. But that's two weeks in a row they got it right. The clean living finally happened. <laughs> is that what that is? That's my sport sticking to it. Um, we are the Intrepid Trio. Do we cheat them and how? Me, Eric, Kylan, and Mike. <laughs> Howard. How are you guys doing? <sighs> it's almost the weekend, dude. It's almost the weekend. Almost yes. Uh, Not that I'm counting, but I'm counting. Kylan and I recorded earlier this week. Um, what it ended up being last week's episode because uh, we were able to record on Monday. Um, that episode number, after I named it Quantum Mania Brother, spoilers, realized that episode number is my area code. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 407. It is. That makes this 408. And that's that would be Formula 408, right? I think that's 409. You you said, very close. Kylan, you said that just as Melissa in the other room say, said that. So, <laughs> y'all are on the same wavelengths. I'm just saying. There's one more formula in there. It, her comment was, great minds think alike. I can't argue that. Well, I, thank you. I, 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 I'm I, not one to uh, take compliments, but you know what? I will do. I will make an exception in her case. Thank you. Can't argue with the wife. No, no, you can't. No. Not if you're smart, you don't. She knows where I live and sleep. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Get check out our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks for fifteen percent off your Biddy Boomers. I haven't checked lately. See if they got any Biddy Boomers. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Fine. Well, right there on the homepage, Groot, right smack in the dab in the middle of a bunch of cassettes. Yes, there he is. Speaking of which, oh, oh heck. Speaking of which, next week. Um, we're going to be doing our, each one of us is going to be doing our picks for uh, Guardians. What songs we would love to, to hear in Guardians or, or what songs we would put into the next Guardians film. Um, we, we've we seen group before. It's just, I love that new image promoting. Group. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, does not look like anything new. No. I do like the Skeletor one that's there on the front of the, uh, the splash page. Skeletor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They sent Melissa Winnie the Pooh. She uses it at work. Mm. Pooh is cute. 
Pooh is cute. Yes. Winnie the Pooh is cute. And she she's not complaining about it because I haven't heard her complain about it. So I know she loves it. <laughs> her only complaint is I won't sing to her computer at work, and that's not the problem of the baby boomer. It's her. It's the software on her computer or the drivers on her computer. Ah. So it has. It, it's not operator error. I can promise that. It's it, it's what they have to deal with with the computer. But I'm guessing she probably syncs her phone to it. Right. Um, looking at the Star Wars one. Oh, they got Grogu in the pram. Yeah, they do. That looks cool. That one looks nice. And we can't talk about Bitty Boomers without me like dangling Thor in front of the camera so the guys yeah. can see. Unfortunately, you listening to the show, the issue, wait a minute. We can call it a show. Yeah, it's a show. Y'all can't see it regardless, but it's there. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I keep Iron Man in my backpack. I have Iron Man. There you it, go. It's in my backpack to use at work. And I have uh, the others um, whenever I go outside and working on projects or, or just want to sit outside. I just grab a different one. Okay, I grab whichever one's charged and go out. <laughs> but it, but I rotate through them all. So um, it, it's love them. Uh, it, and I, uh, last year when I was on Candlelight, we did a Secret Santa. And I, since it was the season of, of the child, I gave a child. Rogu, Biddy Boomer is my secret Santa gift. Uh. And it was one of those secret Santa white elephant. And believe it or not, that was a hot item. People were, someone tried to pawn it off on me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I brought this. I don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you, you want what I have in my hands trade, find out what that person wants, give them this and I'll take what that person wants. Right. Right. Oh yeah. I I was okay. For me, I I didn't care what I ended up with. Uh, I ended up with a, a ukulele, a, a, like a toy ukulele, mm-hmm. which ended up uh, being donated later anyway to uh, Ventures and Giving. Well, there you oh. go. But I mean, for me, it was I th- I thought I was being creative. It's the season of the child, so I gave a child. I added a little Star Wars to Christmas. Mm. It was appropriate. True. True. Okay. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and I saw the I saw the person who actually ended up with it at the end uh, a couple weeks ago she says she still loves it is <laughs> she has to watch it and make sure no one walks off with it at, her, at the office <laughs> right so um and i think she says she ended up going online and buying a few more it could be addicting <laughs> so um also too toink.com as you heard in uh before the intro win geeks 15 15% off your purchase and uh, you can use it to get your pick of the week such as uh, this week's pick which is the Marvel 1 by 32 War Machine 2006 Ford Mustang GT diecast car and figure oh that's uh, by Jada this, Toys this, yeah by Jada Toys so you know I I'm a sucker for for these diecast uh cars especially um when they're tricked out um like this particular one i would say if war machine is going to drive as opposed to fly uh i could see him in this it's like a gunmetal gray um much like his armor uh 2006 ford mustang and uh, it looks armored like even the windows are slatted um so yeah th- this looks fun and the there is a separate war machine uh figure with it um and so the as a matter of fact war machine the war machine figure is a 1.65 inch uh die cast figure mm-hmm. um and you know it's perfect for as a perfect as a gift or perfect as a just because I want to for myself. So, yeah. If you like Jada Toys, you need to go back, listen to Weeby Geeks episode 446, where we have uh, Michael, who's one of the VPs of Jada Toys on the show. Sweet. Oh, sweet. I know. I actually, I went back and I looked at what else Jada has on the site here, and it made my choice a little more difficult. Uh, they got some great stuff. They really do. And and again, uh, shout out to Jada Toys because uh, for their fabulous donation to uh, Adventures and Giving year or this past year, uh, a lot of great stuff there. Cool, a lot of great stuff. So, um, 
focus a little bit. I I have tried this stuff because they sent it to me uh, to try out as, as we're doing a promotion with them. It's a company called mm-hmm. Magic Mind, and it's like a, a supplement, right? Supplement drink. Um, stuff is pretty good. I mean, if your mutant abilities is focus, this will enhance that quite a bit. It will also enhance the uh, relieving of stress and anxiety. My only flaw with it, the matcha taste of the matcha tea. That's the main liquid for it. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not a, a fan of the matcha taste. Okay. But, I mean, the, unlike other matcha tastes that stay for a while, the afterbite on this, for me, doesn't last that long. And it's real easy to wash away with a, a swig of water as well. Okay. The taste. Uh, I would love to see other green tea flavoring they could do as well because i mean i understand why they're using the matcha and the green tea because of the health benefits but i would love to see there's other green teas that are really good as well that they could do uh silver needle green tea would be great it has a really nice taste to it uh, right but go to magic mind m-a-g-i-c-m-i-n-d dot c-o forward slash mighty marvel geeks use code marvel geeks for 10 percent off your subscription so uh they have a 15 bottle and 13 bottle subscription the 30 bottle is comes out something like three and a quarter a bottle or 335 it's still cheaper than if you're buying the energy shots at the counter at your convenience store because those are typically four to five bucks right so i mean it's a great price Speaking especially of- if you're wanting to uh you know get that sharpness back you yeah. know that that's a good way to go yeah um speaking of price let's talk collectibles a little bit or a collectible it was announced uh from hasbro last week marvel legends retro spider-man craven the hunter figure is here so yes i said marvel legends which is the six inch figure uh but the retro means it's on the retro card like the old old school bubble blister bubble yeah card back oh like that well that is, is that the six? That's the three and three quarter inch Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, like that. But it's the it's the um, six inch, and the Marvel Legends retro is from okay. the uh, from the Spider. They they used the Spider Man. Uh, it was I remember a Spider Man figure line back in the day, right? Because I'm I'm recognizing the the title on the on the card. Yeah, it's like the the old Fox animated one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the figures they did with that. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of the figures have come. Uh, Marvel Legends has come from that because the Electro they did as well. I want to say most of the retro figures have been from the Sp- Spider-Man family, right? That have been on the card backs. Uh, of course, uh, it's inspired by Spider-Man, the animated series that aired in the '90s, as Eric pointed out. Uh, complete with the classic Toy Biz style card back, which I did not realize Toy Biz was bought by Hasbro. Oh, or at least this line from Toy Biz was bought by Hasbro. Uh, this figure looks amazing. It does. Uh, it will be a Walmart exclusive and will be available for pre-order on March 16th. Um, and it is part of Walmart's Walmart Collector Con. Ah. Uh, in addition to this figure, you can expect many more exclusive Hasbro releases to drop from Walmart during their Collector Con event. I would like to, I would like to see uh, some more retro stuff from, from Hasbro for Collector Con. Uh, speaking of Marvel Legends, Hasbro also debuted the wave of figures inspired by Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, and it's build a figure piece for a giant MCU Cassie Lang. Ah! Which, uh, Kylan, I think you are right. They're probably going to go with the statue name instead of Stinger. Right. Because they're pushing statue more than Stature. Stinger. Stature more than Stinger. Right. So, um... In this set also includes character figures, comic-inspired character figures of Ultron, Egghead, Crossfire, and future Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, now, as for the upcoming Craven the Hunter film, it's expected to arrive in theaters October 6th of this year, 2023, and will star Aaron Tyler Johnson as the big game hunter. Ariana DeBose, DeBose as Calypso. Uh, the cast also includes Christopher Albert, Alessandro Nivola, Russell Crowe, Fred Heckinger, and Levi Miller. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I totally forgot that the Craven film was coming this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just... But there's been no there's been no push for it. We're, no. 
we're just over six months out from it. Right. It, it, something tells me there's not going to be a lot. And watch the and with that and no push, watch this be one of the best Spider-Man family films that Sony puts out. Right. So. You know, well, the 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 plus is that unless you're a comic reading person, Craven the Hunter is like who, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is not. And I don't know. I mean, we could be totally wrong, and they could be doing a huge push as we get closer to release date. I hope so. But yeah, this is this is going to be. You, you nailed it. This is going to be a movie where. If you're not a hardcore Spider-Man fan, you're not going to know who this is. No. Right. You're not. Well, which which is the, a shame. It's very much a shame. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, when I heard that they were doing uh, a Craven movie, like the fact that they're doing a Craven movie without Spider-Man, that's just going to make this even more interesting. Um, in the sense, like, uh, what? Interesting. Um, kind of. I almost feel like it's going that it might be heading down the same road as uh, Morbius. I could be wrong. I I thought we had discussed once before in a supposed leaked um, synopsis mm-hmm. that even Craven really isn't a big game hunter. He's uh animal conservationist or something like that yeah it's like, right yeah wait no i understand what you're trying to do but that's not craven no, no. it's not. and yeah it's I, I there's part of me that thinks that may be part of the reason why it's not getting a huge push is because they know they're monkeying with it too far yeah right i mean it's just i don't know i i I mean, to, for the most part, he's more of an anti-hero. If you think about it, he he does go overboard, you know, and that's what brings Spidey into the picture. Uh, he he is for Marvel what Boba Fett is for Star Wars. He, I give you that. He's a good guy when he needs to be, but he's a bad guy. I mean, he's, he's mainly bad, but has good tendencies, similar to um, from the distinguished competition, Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to go all meme at me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need to. No, no. Uh-uh. But, but I think I think that's where he's always sat. Cause I, I've always remembered him from, you know, the early comics that I read. Of Sp- uh, I want to say he was in the Spidey stories. Made a couple appearances uh, yeah, in the Spidey yeah. stories. Electric Company he Spidey stories. Comics. Memory serves me right. That's why I remember seeing him because I know, and I think probably it's been a time or two that Kingpin hired him to go after Spidey. Yeah. You know, he was, you know, the early Spider-Man cartoons mm-hmm. before Spidey and Spider Friends and his amazing friends. I mm-hmm. think he even made appearances in that as well. I think he did. So at I least mean, once anyway, I, <laughs> I'm absolutely cool with him. I mean, I, I enjoyed him back in the day. He was one of those, when I first saw him, I'm like, why haven't they, why hasn't Mego done him as a figure? True. And even now, I ask, since Mego has gone on and done newer figures, mm-hmm. why haven't you done him as a figure? Hmm. It's such a perfect character to do and can translate well to the Mego style. Figure. Yeah, he could. So one of those, why hasn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm saying, but I'm not saying. No, I'm saying. <laughs> Point blank. I'm saying. Um, the, uh, so yeah. Then I want to say too, um, I don't have the story. I couldn't find the story. And I, I don't have my emails open, but Hasbro also announced uh, the new figures for what the wave's going to look like for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm. With mm. Adam, with the all gold Adam Warlock. Mm. Which looks interesting. Right. Okay. Very, very much. Very interesting. I, I, hmm. I, I, I think that's cool. Right. So, um, so yeah. Up next, uh, that's pretty much all I got for collectibles. Okay. Uh, you guys have anything else that I've missed? Uh, I mean, we, we, we could talk about again just how awesome that Star Lord Lego helmet. <laughs> yes. Is gonna be. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, just looks amazing to me. 
but uh, I guess we'll let's hit some casting news, if we shall. Uh, yes. Fantastic Four reportedly gearing up with focus on Sue Storm. This seems like this is the make or break, one of the main make or break characters for the film. I didn't think Jessica Alba was that bad with those films. Right. She was not bad, but at the same time, she was not quite what Sue needed to be. No. True. But with what they did with the film and those characters, she was great. And she fit that team chemistry, team mentality. Right. Um, we don't even talk about the Fantastic Flop. No, 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 no. So. Um, Unless you mention it. So the Fantastic Four movie is slated to hit theaters February 15th, 2025. Okay. That means preview day is going to be Valentine's Day, which is a perfect fit for well, the Peter's family. Say I love you. Yeah. Um, now, while the film won't shoot until the top of 2024, word around town is that Marvel is gearing up the casting process this month. No name hmm. rumored for now, but the belief is focus will be casting Stu, uh, Sue Storm first and building the rest of the team after she is set. Okay. This is coming from uh, Justin Kroll, who is with Deadline. And this is what he's saying on Twitter, uh, the claim from that Marvel Studios is reporting, reportedly doing that. Uh, just to be clear, even if something is getting active or gearing up, it could still be weeks or even months before we have our four actors, given how thorough the studio and Feige are. Well, you also, this is how many times the Fantastic Four has been rebooted over the years. Right. Yeah. And you really don't have any wiggle room anymore. Mm -mm. You've got to get this right. You have got to nail this. Or else you might as well just write off Fantastic Four as being just completely un movie makeable right or, or right or openly admit the best fantastic four volume is known as the incredibles <laughs> yes the, the, incredibles, the incredibles is pretty much the the best uh fantastic four movie that made it to the theaters mm -hmm. right I still love the, the 90, it was 93, right? No, 94, Fantastic Four. I think 94, yeah. The Roger Corman one, yeah. Yes. That's, and even please, though... Even though that's, the uh, reason, that's the reason that I clarified that made it through the theaters. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, I wish... Because oh, who had that? Was it, it was Fox that had it, right? Originally? I think it was Fox. So technically, it's, it's under Disney ownership. Right. Disney put it on Disney Plus. I think it, yeah, I think technically it was Fox, but it has been sold to something else. Mm -hmm. It needs to go on Disney Plus, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, but then again, uh -oh. so does the old Captain Americas and the 1978 uh -oh. Doctor Strange. Dude, yes, I went there. Oh, I went there. Have you watched that Doctor Strange? Not recently. When Doctor when Doctor Strange when the first Doctor Strange first came out on Disney Plus, I searched for it and it, the original the seventy eight popped up somewhere in our Roku search, mm -hmm. and I almost popped it on Brazil and said, "Hey, you want to watch Doctor Strange? Here you go." Mm. But as soon as I thought about mm. doing that, I couldn't find it, and then I I went right away of I really would have ruined her childhood if I had done that. You would have, yes, yes. Now, she's going to say I ruined it by showing her Howard the Duck, but she volunteered <laughs> to watch that. I didn't. I didn't. I <laughs> and I'm about to hear either confirmation or, or clarification that I'm wrong, but I believe I don't. I never pushed her to watch Howard the Duck the first time. <laughs> the first time. The first time. The first time. I never pushed her. I mean, uh, we're we're not we're not judging, dude. Since she's seen it, yes, I have teased her with it and loaded it on her. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I put it. I downloaded it on her iPad before she went. She and Melissa went home to Louisiana <laughs> around for New Year's. I put it on her iPad twice. She caught it both times. <laughs> and then I got dude. the then then I got the death threat from Melissa. You do that one more time. I hear her scream on the plane because she found out you put it on her iPad. <laughs> You're dead when I get home. Like, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been an ongoing joke, but 
because uh what was it um she has an elf on the shelf named cran one right. year cran was caught by the shore troopers my the black series shore troopers that i own apparently they came to life <laughs> like toy story that night and they left a note for me or for her saying that her elf was caught trying to steal um materials data materials off the computer <laughs> well cran had grabbed a flash drive mm-hmm. and i guess was trying to pull a prank on santa ah because she downloaded Howard the Duck to the flash drive and renamed mm. it Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude, I, I'd have I'd have <laughs> put Rand in a glass of water and stuck that glass of water in the freezer. <laughs> I, w- I was actually, I was actually proud of Cran for that one. I mean, she got caught by the well, short yeah. troopers, but no, I I. I give Cran credit for that one. Gonna prank, gonna gonna prank Santa with Harry Potter. That's actually Howard the Duck. Yeah, I, I would do that. I'm too. sorry, that's funny. I would do that too. That that is funny. That is fun. So, um, so yeah, I I'm curious to see what's going to happen with uh, the Fantastic Forecasting. Right. I mean, I know that nothing. Obviously, nothing is written in stone just because a certain character or a certain actor has portrayed. Reed Richards that there's no slam dunk, you know, that that's who we're going to get, you know. Um, I would love for that to be the case. I think in my head, uh, I would love to see uh, John Krasinski as Reed, and I would love to see uh, Emily Blunt as Sue. I would love to, but I I don't think that that's going to be the case. You know that that's that's a an extreme case of fan casting on my part, I guess. So I still would love to see Ian Gruffin, if that's how you pronounce it. The one that the guy who played Reed in the Fox movies from the 90s. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he did a pretty good job. Oh, he did. Absolutely did. I mean, not saying that John Krasinski was utter garbage. Mm -mm. I, I wouldn't say that either. No. Okay. All right. I just had a thought. Hear me out. Okay. For old man Reed and older man Reed, Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's too, but no. He's too old to be Reed now. I'm saying if they're showing like a future Reed, an old man Reed. Right. My only problem with that is he can't pull off an American accent. That's That's a point. Right. Unless you go and say Reed was make American, him a variant was American born to to British parents because we we've got friends down here who are 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 British they're dual citizen U S and, and Britain they have two kids their kids have a British accent because that's what they're growing up with in the household so they're still gonna have a British accent whereas Brosnan technically is Irish though okay right but still he he can't pull off. I've, no, I've, nev- no. I've never heard him or seen him in a role where he's he's got to do an American accent. No, I I totally I, I totally agree with you. I mean, but that, I just think that he could pull off the attitude. Now, if you want to make it a variant, a multiverse version, I think he'd be pretty good. Yeah. See, I I loved I, I loved uh, Brosnan as the head of Doom Patrol over mm-hmm. on HBO Max, you know, DC's Doom Patrol. He, he was great there. Absolutely loved him in that role. He's a little old for this, but I also would love him as Captain Britain. Yes. Yeah. Or because of his age, why not Arthur from Excalibur? Mm. Oh. Mm. Or if you're going to do Excalibur, bring him in as Merlin. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry. I I didn't mean for us to just like no. tangent no. cliff to. Please. Hmm. As you say, we have more tangents than a high school math class. Well, yeah. Only, hmm. And I said that only because I couldn't remember geometry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase. I'm sorry that I tangent us off the cliff this time. Well, it was you this time, wasn't it? It was me this time. <laughs> because oh, I no. had to look up Pierce Brosnan being an Irish actor. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. I mean... Would we want Krasinski back as as 
read? You could do or, worse. Or, or do or do we leave him as his role as that particular universe's read from multiverse? Wait, you could. I would not be opposed to either course of action. Same. I mean, I thought he did a fairly decent job, especially if you just want to make him like a like a variant. You can make him a variant. You could also make give him the starting job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a wrong answer there. Okay, so there's options for Reed. We know there's options for Sue. Johnny, you know, wait, was, uh, oh, now I'm thinking different film. Uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. I know, this is dangerous. Are you thinking again? Didn't we discuss yeah, this? Uh, the yes. who I'm afraid I've been thinking. <laughs> Can hear the gears I have a bad grind. feeling about this. Uh, no, like he's he's like full on, like I mean, it, it, it's he's almost quiet. like broke Mike. I know. Oh, oh, I, I'm sorry. I have just hit. I just want to make sure the actor I want to mention mm-hmm. has not been in a previous project in the 2015 project. Because if he was, that's gonna uh, absolutely. Oh, I think he got his answer. And yeah. It was not the answer he wanted. No. Oh, I was thinking for Johnny mm-hmm. uh, Miles Teller. Okay, he was a uh, rooster in Top Gun Maverick. Goose's okay. Son. Oh, okay. Problem is, he was Reed Richards in the 2015 Fantastic Flop. And all right, I'm just going to remind you. I I don't think we could cast him in. In the same franchise, different, even though it's a different iteration. Chris Evans, I'm just saying. Uh, you say that, and I say, uh, um, give me a second with his name, Michael B. Jordan as well. Yeah. Because he was, Michael B. Jordan was who? He was Johnny. Was he Johnny? Yeah, I think he was Johnny in the flop. He was Johnny in the flop and went on and played Killmonger. Mm-hmm. So. I, I just, I'm saying if you think he, if you think. He would do a good. I'm not sure that he would because Johnny does not strike me as being, this is going to sound harsh, the sharpest arrow in the quiver. Yeah, but I, certain, I mean, he's not an idiot, but he's not the brains of the group. No. Right. But I, I liked the Chris Evans Johnny where, okay, there's a little bit of intelligence, but he's the hot shot. Right. He's got the attitude. Um, right. So I will still go from the same movie, and he played from Top Gun Maverick. He played Lieutenant Jake Saracen, aka Hangman, in Glenn Powell. Okay. Okay. Because we know Johnny is a test pilot, fighter pilot, a pilot. Well, Hangman was a was the cockiest one of all of the bunch in Top Gun Maverick. Right. Okay. Uh, I, looking back at the hangman role, I kind of see a little Johnny Storm in him as well. Mm. And I think Glenn Powell would be a very good role. He's the one who played John Glenn in Hidden Figures. Okay. He was Thorn in Expendables 3. Ah, okay. Um, I am trying to, I'm looking yes. up. Yes, I'm looking at a picture of him, and I'm just kind of like, yes, I can see this. I yep. can, I can definitely see, um. I could totally see Hangman being being Johnny Storm. Yeah, yeah. He looks a little old for the role, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like let's look at it. Tom Holland is not a high schooler, so. Yeah, but they they never. Um, hold on a second, guys. We apologize for the technical difficulties that we are currently experiencing. There is a certain rebel element that needs to be addressed. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Glenn Powell's a great choice. I think the tough choice is going to be who you cast as Ben. Right. I'm still sticking with Terry Crews. I see. I would love Terry Crews. If they get, if they go with um, John Krasinski, I think Terry Crews would be an easy fit. I, I just think you would. I I know Terry Crews is older than him, but I still think that the two of them would look they 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 look similar in age. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ninety four Corman's thing, Ben Grimm, great casting. Yes. Uh, I was sold on Michael Chiklis's Ben Grimm. Yes. Right. 
Michael Chiklis did a good job. Um, I know some people are saying, well, Terry Crews has been grim. Well, Ben Grimm's Jewish. Uh, lo, there are black Jews out there. Right. Exactly. So there, Sammy it's, Davis it's, Jr. It's fine. Yes. That, that, that's absolutely fine with me. Uh, Rock Carew. Um, I mean, it could work. It's not yeah. a problem. Um, Terry Crews is a great choice. I, I'm just trying to think if you change up Ben, uh, who, who could you get? I guess I'm, I'm saying this kind of out of the diversity speak. Who would you get from this Asian to play Ben? Hmm. That's a very good question. And I, I can't think of anybody. See, and I think that's where, that's where we run into the problem. Ben, what direction do you go? We know the character is going to be Jewish no matter what. We know you can have Asians who are Jewish. The mm-hmm. religious aspect covers all races anyway. Yeah, I mean, anybody can be Jewish. Look-wise, before he turns into Thing, what mm-hmm. direction do you go? Uh, honestly, so long as he looks like he could have been raised on Yancey Street in New York City, I don't think it really matters. That's true. I mean, New York has a pretty strong Asian population. That's pretty strong. Uh, okay. Uh, well, no, no, you can't because he's he's Wong. Um, oh, you're going to go Wong with that, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, no, wait, no, no, he's Wong. Okay. He's probably too old at this point. Mm-hmm. But the guy who played Liu Kang in the first Mortal Kombat movie. Ah. Um, but that's that's the thing. Most most Asian actors that you know of, they're not they're not stocky. No, they're not. Uh, they don't have a beefy frame that makes the thing look more plausible. Right. And and maybe this is just me diving too far into the weeds, but I would just think that Ben pre thing version should be kind of a more burly individual. I I won't say fat because Ben was never fat. No, but a bit broader shouldered. Right. Just a bit beefier frame. And that's just, that's just me thinking your mileage may vary. Right. I apologize about my uh, I had a rebel catch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, I got one. I, I got one I could throw out there. Um, Randall Park. He's already in the MCU, though. Who is he? He's in Ant-Man and Wasp and WandaVision. Ah! Oh! Agent Wu. Wu, yeah. yeah okay, see? Um... Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. Maybe, maybe. Daniel Day Kim. He was, uh, he was in, um, oh, he was in Hawaii Five O. Yeah, he was in Five O. Yeah. He was also in 24 for the first couple of seasons, too. He's 54 years old now. Mm hmm. He's 5'9. Right. Um, okay. So I guess my next question is going to be how old's too old. If he's fifty-four, well, I, would sixty-two be too old? I it depends on the how the to me it depends on how they look. You know, if they look the part, then you know, then that's fine. Because I mean, Ralph Macchio was in his late twenties, early thirties, still playing a teenager. Okay, but he could get away with it because of how he looked. Well, so the reason why I ask. You you mentioned Kim and yeah looks apart. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go a little further back. How about a great little film called Best of the Best? Philip Bree. Ah, and he's 62. But that's possible. I mean, and he's he's still looking good from stuff I'm seeing. Right. You know, I could I I could kind of see Daniel Day Kim. I'm just trying to see if Philip Bree has done anything recent. Uh, hmm. Last film he did was in 2017. Two Bellman three. He was master of ceremony. Okay. Prior to that, twenty fifteen underdog kids as Jimmy the lightning bolt. Hmm. But this could be a a good return for him. It could if, if they went this direction. Right. 
If not, I would love to see him and Kim in in some other Asian Asian role in the MCU. Well, you know, if they want to bring out if they want to bring out the Tiger Force, that'd be awesome. Oh, some good choices there. Or Tiger Squad, Tiger Squad. Be some great choices for both of those. Mm-hmm. You know, for a couple of the members of that. Yeah. Well, speaking speaking of Asian actors, Stephen Yoon is joining the Thunderbolts. Oh. Uh, you may remember him as Glenn in The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. So uh, they don't say who he would be, um, but uh, he will be in the Thunderbolts. Uh, and there's there's not even a uh, speculation in this article on who he. This is from Variety. I got, I got, I got, I got an idea. I think I think that the Thunderbolts be a great way to introduce. Um, what's his name? Totally awesome Hulk. Amadeus Cho. Amadeus Cho. Really? Think about it. I just want. To I mean, he's the right age. I just want to check one thing. It would. Work. And the Thunderbolts would. The work. Thunderbolts would want or need a Hulk, and since I don't think we're going to have Thunderbolt, I don't think we're getting the Red Hulk with Thunderbolt Ross because apparently we're getting President Thunderbolt Ross. And, and Stephen Yoon, mm-hmm. like Amadeus Cho, is South mm-hmm. Korean. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's one of those. If you're going to bring in Amadeus Cho, he needs to be Korean mm-hmm. background. You can't bring in a Japanese or a Chinese actor to play a Korean. No, no. I mean, you could, but I think with the least amount of issues, um, mm-hmm. to play to play Amadeus Cho, Cho would be great. I, I could see him as Cho. I mean, let's face it; they're going to need a Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he could easily give off the same type of personality as Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. So um, let's hit some Disney park news, shall we? With Marvel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, moon girl and devil dinosaur has debuted on Disney channel and streaming on Disney plus. I started to watch the first episode. Um, I just ran out of time, but I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. I, I, I think it's pretty cool. Okay. Well, she is now making her appearance at Avengers Academy or Avengers Campus. Nice. So uh, she is doing her meet and greets now at the parks. Okay. Well, okay. Um, but no devil dinosaur. No devil dinosaur at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, King arrives at Avengers Campus as well. Yes, yeah, I, I've seen some of the TikToks. He looks good. And um, y'all remember talking when we talked about the Hyperion Theater? Yes. And what some of the speculation was. And remember, I noted that despite the fact I work with the company, I know nothing about what goes on with Disneyland. I haven't really heard anything through the grapevines or even uh-huh. on the, the cast websites. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Disney Parks on Twitter showed today as we're recording image of Agent, or it's a video with Agent Carter walking towards the Hyperion Theater. But before she starts walking towards the Hyperion Theater, she Mm. holds up a Hyperion playbill for Rogers the Musical. (laughs) It is coming for a limited time to the Hyperion Theater at Disney's, at the Disney California Adventure Park. I'm salty. (laughs) My... My guess is this is going to be a test. If it draws well, it it will get extended. It won't be a limited thing. It'll it'll probably get a year a year or two contract is my guess. But they're going to they're going to run it through the summer just to see what what the reactions are. I I want I would want to see it. I'm just saying I I, w- I would too. I mean they they did the the presentation of the one song uh, Save the City. At D23 mm-hmm. last year. Okay. Right. Captive audience. Those people are going to love it no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's get your average Disney guest park goer into that theater. Are they going to like it? Not your, not your fanatics, not your pass holders, your once in a blue moon guest. What are those numbers going to be like? And I think that will be the, the fate of the show. Right. Yeah. Um, that will be your fate of whether it, it, extended past the summer well it's i can't help it but hear these people that you that you see on all these social media groups going i don't like marvel in the parks marvel's not disney mm-hmm. okay and blame bob Iger for that. I, I i know i know i'm just i, I just how many 
casual. Of course, well, Disneyland is not a um, it's not a park for the same the same audience as Walt Disney World. No, right. okay. Disneyland, Disneyland is the locals park. It's the right. it's the U.S. park. Mm-hmm. Hence Disneyland. Disneyland's for the land of America, home of, home of the price gougers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Disney World is the international park. It's for the world. The world comes to Florida. Yes, but what I'm what I'm saying is, you've got a different crowd there at Disneyland. Oh yeah. So. You're going to get more locals, more repeat customers, more people who like, well, I've got a pass. I'm going to go over there for the day. Mm-hmm. So right. the, the casual fans who would only go once in a lifetime, probably, that crowd's going to more go towards Disney World. Mm-hmm. So I guess the... How many locals are going to go see it? I guess is really where my question is. Right. I, I agree. I mean, for, and how many, how many times are they going to want to go back and see it? Well, I, obviously the having Avengers campus out there is drawing more people from East of the Mississippi to California or out there since we can't have Marvel in that capacity here in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we have talked about Disney needs to just, Buy the rights from Universal. Buy back the rights, mm-hmm. um, and um, the uh, and, and and then you know, don't go gangbusters, but open the you know next expansion should be Marvel related in the parks, mm-hmm. possibly even over at studios. But I've also heard too, we're making more money from Universal having the theme park rights east of the Mississippi than if we were to have it on our own. Ah. Mm. So I guess because I essentially guess. it's free money yeah. and that's, that's money that we're not having to put back into things on our own. We just get our cut. Right. Mm-hmm. So I say mm-hmm. this, this whole situation has gone on much longer than I thought it would. Right. I, I was pretty convinced that Disney was just going to slowly up the cost or, or they would push Marvel to go up the cost of, Universal keeping Marvel in their parks. Mm-hmm. That they would be souring the milk a bit. Right. But they, but that's got to be the case. They got to be doing, you know, getting in good money from Universal for them to keep it. Right. Yeah. Well, there hasn't been a push for it either. Hmm. But you also notice too, aren't we close to Universal needing to put out a uh, Hulk film to keep the movie rights? I think so. Have you noticed there hasn't been a push from Universal, and yet they are still supposedly maintaining the movie rights? Right. Well, not that we've heard. Yeah, yeah. So um, I wonder if some if there's something there that as long as we keep using him in a team aspect, that keeps him on screen and thus extending Universal's deal with mm. with uh, movie rights for the solo project. Right. That's possibility, I guess. It, it I know, it's, it's, it's the crazy things that pop in my head. And y'all should know this this isn't unusual because it happens all the time. No, it does. So, um, any final thoughts, guys? I have mm-hmm. nothing. I don't. I got two quick final thoughts. I'm not going to go into the stories, but the, the titles of the stories say enough. Ryan Reynolds, Wrexham soccer rival, offers Hugh Jackman team ownership. Mm -hmm. Uh, The club, one club said that they would bring him on as a co-owner for one pound. (laughs) Done. One pound. Done. (laughs) I'll do that. (laughs) I I, I, I do that. I just think it's funny. Um, uh, Apparently, the the main club would be, uh, that's reaching out, is Norwich City. Um, and apparently Jackman said he, he admitted that he would really want to stick it to Reynolds by, uh, would be physically doing it, but not trading punches on the silver screen, but leading Norwich city onto the pitch and beat Wrexham as one of the first, as one of the players on the roster right? Ooh. as well. Okay. Um, now I, I think this is entertaining, whether it's a publicity stunt or not. 
um, it only helps that league and those teams and would really help spark off the Deadpool 3 film with the, the rivalry between the, the, the fun rivalry between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. I'm still waiting for the day Ryan Reynolds goes to see the music man <laughs> and bids on Hugh Jackman's hat because they always do the auction at the end to raise money for different uh, for charities. I would love to see Ryan Reynolds go and bid on the hat and just be a shock, sort of like what uh, Nicole Kidman did to him. Just put an outlandish right. bid out there for the hat that's going to charity. Mm-hmm. And then see that hat appear in Deadpool three, <laughs> or a mm-hmm. copy of that hat appear in Deadpool three. So, um, and then the other story I have is I don't know why they're doing this, um, but apparently in the comics we could be looking at in the Ultimate Invasion the return of the Illuminati. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, at least with this, I know I don't have to read it or see it because I don't have to pick it pick up the book right <laughs> but yeah potentially the illuminati's coming back so but it's probably not going to be a permanent back yeah but it's still one of those unless the story is very compelling it's not one that mm-hmm. i'm gonna glam to because i made the mistake of pick of reading a couple uh when i first got marvel unlimited uh, before mm-hmm. we started using it on the show, um, I read a couple of issues of Illuminati. Oh, what did I get into? Because this, I'm not liking this at all. It was not what I thought it was. And, and like, uh-huh. So, um, you know, Thursday's been kind of quiet. I don't know if she's mad at me because of chewing her out over 404. <laughs> um, hey, Eric, you, you want to take us home tonight? Sure. All wrapped up here, sir. Would uh, it be anything else? What leads up to that? <laughs> she says that. I'm not a schwaffle. <laughs> well, if she's not gonna if she's not gonna cue us, then we'll just say it's time to go dark. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope. Just time to go dark. <laughs>